0: Welcome to another Coach's Meeting. That's the coach. I'm Grant Cohn. The Niners are playing the 7 seated Seattle Seahawks, who they've beaten twice this year. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the weather and how what the Niners got to do. But I think mm-hmm. the number one thing on everyone's mind is, what if the Niners find a way to lose this freaking game? So let's start right there. Hey, coach, what happens if the Niners somehow, some way, whether it's turnovers, an act of God, weather, or just a bad game, they lose. What is
1: this offseason going to look like? Uh, Well, the offseason is going to be rough, in my opinion. Uh, Number one, everything that we've kind of had, like our little moral victories that we've had over the year, our third-string quarterback starting, Mr. Irrelevant, our backup in Jimmy starting, our quarterback and Trey Lance and waiting that we got ready to play. Our defense that went number one all year. Our rookies on the offensive line who have done – I mean, just all of the superlatives. The, the Pro Bowls, the Pro Bowls, the, the rookie oh, of the
0: month, the offensive the player of the of month. The so many uh, flowers the Niners have gotten this year. And so them many. shits
1: will wither if we lose oh, week one. If we lose those week, those roses will stink all offseason if they And lose. it sucks, but that's just the, na- that's the nature of the beast. You know, um, if we really want to be praised for things that are that are valid, then when we lose, all of those little things kind of, they dissolve. They're, they're not invalidated, but they're afterthoughts. Um, and th- that's why this matchup's so interesting to me, because all the pressure's on the 49ers, all of it. Yeah, yeah. The Seahawks are playing spoiler. spoiler. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, they're happy to be here. Um, right. As far as, like, preseason projections were concerned, they weren't even supposed to be this good. And they got a top five pick in their background in their back pocket, and they're coming into they're coming into San Fran with a coach that does well against us. Um, He's better than Matt Lafleur. He's way better than Matt Lafleur. As a matter of fact, I I really wanted to see Green Bay. You talked about that last time we talked. In some ways, I wanted to see Green Bay. I'm not. I don't think. And they proved why. They proved why on Sunday Night Football. They showed exactly why I wanted to see them. Yeah, Uh, just soft in every way definitely soft and they're just not a team they're not put together right. especially mean, right. aaron Rodgers. seattle's you know, a not team
0: not a great team but a team that actually is better than they should be you
1: know what else about seattle is they have a lot of culture too even yeah. as bad as they are they're, they're losing not losing russell thought. wilson helped it helped a lot yeah it helped a lot and his, yeah. he's i mean his play is showing so right. if if we lose Um, The offseason is going to have a lot of question marks. We obviously have an open quarterback competition. Um, And uh, I think that it's going to be a lot of questions on who leaves. I mean, does Trent start thinking about kicking the tires on how much tread he has left on the tires? You know, he's an older vet. Um, I think it gets weirder.
0: I think it gets weirder than that. If they lose first round, all of a sudden, Jimmy Garoppolo creeps back in the conversation. Well, would Jimmy have lost this game? Jimmy would have won. Maybe they should bring back Jimmy. Maybe no. Brock or Trey isn't. Th- I'm telling you, man, it gets weird. Jimmy creeps back in the conversation if they lose this game. Also, Kyle, like the conversation around Kyle gets very negative again. He did it again. You can't trust him yeah. in the playoff. All that stuff.
1: I mean, so, ironically enough, we know who's going to be leading the charge on that on the YouTube airways. But I don't expect him. I- them to lose—that's <laughs> a parallel universe we're not going to experience. We're just talking would about you what add would a happen. round
0: in the clip. I know you. Dude, have... <laughs> if they lose to the Seahawks, you would deserve it's it. You would deserve it. Yeah, yeah. It's your yeah. job. I got yeah. it. Yep. That being um, said, I wouldn't advocate for like firing the coach who's gonna. I mean, like you want if you want Brock or Trey to succeed, you probably want them to stick with the same coach. But yeah, Kyle would have to take a lot of criticism this offseason. No, 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 a no. Lot. I think, I think, I think this
1: season Kyle is unfireable. Of course before of course. however this season plays out yeah i, I yes. think even questioning his job would be a little outrageous i agree at this i point. agree i agree um that being said so, losing to the
0: seventh seed would just would be so bad and that's why they're not going to
1: there's too much losing to a team that we swept too Whew. it would be um, bad. it would be very bad uh and, and it just the way you look happen. at Brock
0: would be all different too. All of a sudden, it's like, uh, was Brock just a a mirage of the regular season? Is he the guy? You don't even know.
1: Well, yeah. That leads me to that. That kind of leads me to my next point, though. Grant is like, if we lose, this isn't going to be a Brock failure. This is going to be a coaching failure. Yeah. I'm sorry,
0: yeah. we um you lost sorry. to an
1: inferior and, team. How? At yeah. Him. How? There's no way we lose this game and and, and we don't get out coached in some facet of the game. I'm sorry, and you know I'm a Kyle guy. But there's no way that we let – it's almost kind of like giving the child the keys to the car and driving down the highway. Like, there's yep. no way that we let Brock lose this game for us. No. Even if he did, I would I would feel like it wasn't his fault. Like, he got set up. I, yep. I just don't think yep. that he deserves any type of pressure. Not, not now. N- not with this opponent. Like, it's coming, though, because it's the playoffs. But – if we could control it, it's going to be a raining game. Just run the ball.
0: Yeah, this is the two things that concern me about this: is the Raider game from a week and a half ago. I still don't understand okay. what happened, and the Seahawks are better than the Raiders. And the rain, like I, I, I'm looking right now, I don't think it's supposed to be raining during the game. Although I'm not right. sure. But I mean, remember what the rain did to the Niners in Washington a few years? Ago? It was nine nothing. You couldn't do. You couldn't throw the ball. If it Chicago. rains too hard, you can't throw the ball at all. So I don't know if it's just going to be like a wet field or like straight up pouring. But that's an equalizer. They
1: lost to Chicago because of that. Yeah, that's true. But they also uh, Chicago they couldn't throw the ball either. It kind of and that and to be honest with you, that rain came on late, late. in that it Chicago did. game. It came mm-hmm. on really late, and that was the first game of the season. Um, we yeah. were disjointed, and there was no George didn't play that game. Uh, it, yeah. that, that game was kind of weird. We had we got a couple of weird ones peppered throughout our season. I'm not. I feel like the Las Vegas game. I mean, we can go further back. We can go to the Tampa game, the Las Vegas game, um, and the Washington game. Yeah. I feel like we're watching a little bit of even matrician. Miami. Even, even Miami. Miami. There were yeah. guys open. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's. I don't. I think that. This is a good problem to have and I know this sounds bad but I don't think that we need the number 1 defense in the league anymore to win a mm. Super Bowl. Um,
0: Let's talk about that right
1: now. Okay. Why? Um Why? well, I got a juicy little gotcha stat for you. Uh what what we re- out of all of the defensive statistics that absolutely matter over time within the last 54 Super Bowls, the number 1 defensive stat is scoring defense.
0: Okay, of um, course. That makes sense right. to me. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And the out of out of the last 20 Super Bowl winners, only five of them have been number one defenses. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but but out of the last 54 Super Bowl winners, 47 winners have had top 10 defenses. Okay.
0: So it's, so it's it's mandatory.
1: You got to have a yeah, good defense. You yeah. got to have a defense. But yeah. I think that we get a little, I think because our defense has been so elite and optically we've been elite. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. We've been whooping ass. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I think when we don't see the routine three and outs and we start yep. to see the weakness of our because de- our defense is not infallible. Our secondary yeah. has issues. We just need to get over that. That's 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 what it is. Yeah. When we see those things, we start seeing that one dip to two and that two dip to three, hypothetically in our minds. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And really it's kinda like we need to relax and understand that playoff football is complementary football. Mm-hmm. And that's our identity. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Playoff yeah. football isn't one side of the one side of the team is gonna carry yeah. you because that's what teams point out in the playoffs. Yeah, they the most balanced the team wins. The most yeah. balanced team wins. And that's yeah. another thing about that we've been crowing about near the end of the season is that we're an offensive team. I think that we fi- the offense has been late to the party. Yes. And we're starting to feel like we're an offensive team. And right. because the defense is kind of regressing to the mean, they're not as elite. Yeah. We're thinking that the offense is the leader of the team. But really, I think that we're about to see... What a balanced team! How a balanced team operates on a high level, yeah, right. And yeah. I think that's what we're shooting for. I,
0: I just have concerns about the defense because of that one. Not just that one game, but like, you know, Miami. Tua just couldn't hit the throws. He didn't have the offensive line. But if if you they can do with Kansas, they were open. If you can do a Kansas City, if you have the combination of a good offensive line and a, a good quarterback who can throw the ball down the field. We, how many times have the Niners faced that this year? Not that many.
1: Right. So
0: I'm a little concerned about that. That's the only thing. Yeah, I, I'm concerned too. I agree with you. Uh, like, I've mean, comparing it to 2012 Niners. You know, they had a great defense. But at the end, it was kind of falling apart. And in that Super Bowl, Chris Culliver got roasted. And it feels like Lenore is kind of in that position right now. Hey, good coverage.
1: You're right there. Doesn't but, he feel like he's Ambry all over again? He's in the spot. He's there. DeAmador, Demo is... I'm not giving up on Demo, man, because he's there. Yeah. The technique is there. He's just yeah. not playing down. the ball right. Calm down, down not, and play the ball. Yes. He's Don't not panic. Finishing. Yeah. But yeah. he's not getting beat. He's no. not getting absolutely no, no, no. embarrassed. You no, know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I'm I'm staying. I'm hanging in there with with Demo. Um, hey, he's the best option. You know what's? You know what's kind of funny about our offense and our defense that's kind of switched is. The problem with our offense with Jimmy and Trey in some aspects, because we wanted Trey to do this, but he ha- but he wasn't there yet, is off schedule playmaking, off schedule stuff. What can we yep. do once Kyle yep. gives us something that does not work? Right? Because Kyle's good
0: 75-80% of the time. But what about the rest? Yeah, exactly. It, the same right? with Andy
1: Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You need that. Ex- yeah. He gives you that. But now, yeah. if you're starting to look at our defense, what are some of the things that are hurting our defense? Plaster that. coverage. That. Quarterbacks breaking out of the um out of the yeah. pocket. Yes. Off schedule plays. So yep. one of the things is, is that. I would like to see our defense play a little bit more consistently when their rules are challenged. Thank you. Right. Where, where you don't get the defense basically running to into the mechanism of the defense or D de- or you don't have to rely on uh, D'Amico Ryan's to call the right play. Right. I kind of want to see them working through things on their own. And I feel like that is the next level for this defense. And then we may not get there. We only got four games, right? Right. Sometimes we may get there before we get to fix it. That's a, ha- yeah. a good problem to have, but but they got to fix this before the
0: Super Bowl because Josh Allen, yeah. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna attack the Niners in this way. So fix it now. Well, I agree, and even more main Ceedee Lamb, AJ Brown. Uh, I like we said about Smith. plaster coverage too. Like hafunga yo, when the quarterback breaks the pocket, don't just chase the quarterback, especially if you're across yeah. the field, because that's how you gave up the touchdown to Dante Pettis week one. Like, find someone to cover, unless you're the closest guy to the quarterback, I would say. I mean, if you're
1: guarding grass, you're wrong. Hey, you know, if, if you alone, you're wrong. Um, yeah. So I, I do see it um, when we play. And, of course, I don't have all 22, so I'm watching this on broadcast. But when I do see on broadcast, he does look a little out of sorts. Um, I'm being respectful, but he does look out of sorts. I thought he looked um, better this week. I mean, D'Amico oh, called week? him out. Oh, D'Amico called yeah. him out,
0: and all of a sudden, boom.
1: So – yeah, I think he was this week was was much, was
0: much yeah. better, but yeah.
1: I do kind of feel like they got a little bit of they got a they getting a little cocky. They needed to be humble.
0: That's on true. Defense. That is true.
1: And they and you know what they that
0: happened against the Raiders and they still won the game. So best of both worlds because of that offense. Yeah, that's true. I got a question for you. Jay will has a question okay. for you. Does the bad weather help the defensive line or the offensive line in the trenches, particularly a wet field, wet grass?
1: O line, O line. It's tough yeah, to. Doing- Putting yeah, moves we're doing together, the pushing. Right? I mean, D um, I'm an old lineman at heart, but D linemen are the most athletic lineman on the field. I gotta give it right, to him. Right. Um, but at the same time, um, offensive line, we don't fight fair. Um, we getting you a bigger Bobby club. You gotta bigger. go. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. mudding. So yeah, do all of them. You can do all them pass moves if you want to. I'm, yeah. I'm taking you for a ride. So yeah. in, in
0: that sense, that's one positive for Seattle because they haven't been able to slow down the Niners pass rush in two attempts. Maybe right, the, but what does their yeah. run
1: game look like?
0: We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk okay. about that. Adam says, going back to college, Brock is good at throwing in the rain. Plus, his ball is easier to catch in the rain versus Trey's rocket arm. That's a, par- mm. that's a fair point. That's a good point. That is a fair point. Yeah.
1: Def Brock compl- has a lot of ball in him.
0: Yeah, and he played outdoors, unlike Trey. Yeah, Zach says, Def got complacent but will change in playoffs, I think. I think so, too.
1: I would I think, think so. so, too. Yeah.
0: This is a mature team. What are the... Playoff performance keys for Brock Purdy. Young Brock.
1: All right. Young So Brock. it's a whole different ball game. I know I say this every time, but it's hard to do, but you have to throw out Arizona. Um, this is the playoffs. Uh, if yeah. events are getting geared up for the playoffs, just imagine what this rookie is trying to do to get ready for the yeah. playoffs. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that this game is going to be – hopefully – I want it to be Green Bay 2019. Eight carries, I mean, eight throws, and we just him in the submission and Brock is just there along for the ride. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as keys are concerned, I do feel like Brock is going to have to make a couple of throws in this game. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to make about two or three throws um, in critical moments to be able to keep drives alive. I think that because of this type of team, one thing about Seattle that I am worried about is not necessarily winning, but getting out unscathed. This is a team that really wants to mix it up with us. Yeah. Um. I don't. I yeah. don't want to. Even if you win the game, what, what? What? At what cost? At yeah. what exactly? And yeah. and I think that. And I I don't even like mentioning this because that would mean the end of our season, in my opinion. But one of the biggest things for Brock is to stay healthy. Yeah. He cannot get hurt. Um. He has to. I mean, one of the things that I've noticed about Brock, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about bad things, is the reversing out. In Oop. the middle of the, pocket, the a pocket. It's a bad habit. And it's yes. going to get him in trouble eventually. Yes. Um, it's, a college, and, it's a college tendency. You can do it in and, college. And it's how Jimmy got hurt. Um, He didn't give up the ball. Hold um, on.
0: Hold on. My dad's calling me real quick. Let me make okay. sure it's not an emergency real quick. Hold on. Okay.
1: The floor, the floor is yours. Oh, okay. So Grant's talking to his father right now. He's probably calling him Iggy.
0: Just making sure it's not an emergency. He's called me twice. Let me, let me see what's up. You good?
1: You know it's he's not answering. You know he's, probably, he's giving you one of these.
0: Yeah, like if he calls you, he's he's like 10 him. feet away. <laughs> I just texted him. I think I think we're okay. All right. So what were we sorry
1: about that. What were we in the middle of talking about? Um, I gotcha. think I was talking about uh I think I was talking about the couple of throws that Brock has to make and yep. he has to stay healthy. Has to stay um, healthy. And backing out of the pocket. Back and out dangerous. of the pocket. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very dangerous. It's how Jimmy got hurt. Um, yeah. And people have seen ball. that that's
0: his tendency. He wants to roll left out of the pocket, man. You be careful.
1: Yeah. And, uh, they know. He's he's very athletic. I mean, I, yeah. anytime NFL DBs are, are barreling down on you and you're still making a little bit of separation, he's got enough juice in him. Uh, but we don't want to make that a habit. Uh, And I really feel like the number one thing that if I was Pete and I think that he would do is – they're not going to be dictated to. Uh, and that's the thing about Brock is that he's very on schedule. Um, he's always seems to be calm. That's the biggest thing we talk about is his poise. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be teams that are going to see him be off schedule. They're going to mm-hmm. want to see him move in the pocket. Um, for as great as our offensive line is doing, I feel like our O-line has been, been doing good by committee. Mm-hmm. Individually, you can pick us apart that's and true. you can get the Brock. Um, yeah. I'm not here to call out players, but we, we know who the gaps are. Yeah. And sure. everyone except Jack Williams, no offense. just yes. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And together they're better, but yeah. Yeah. And if you noticed, uh there are th- even in all of the games that we've won, there are those phantom breakdowns where Brock yeah. just gets dead to rights because of protection and he, he has had broken plays. Straight up broken play. A lot in the Straight second up. quarter of this last game. Yep. Yeah, just flat out broken plays. Um, yeah. where we just got got and you know there was no resistance. Uh, right. so I really am looking for Brock to stay on, stay on schedule. I want Brock to stay healthy. Um, and I wouldn't even say protect the ball. That's a that's a given with any quarterback and him being a rookie. One thing about Brock is that all of his turnovers, in in my opinion, have made sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I, every. You know, I haven't seen the. I've seen picks that were bad that were dropped. Yeah. But I haven't seen. Right. I haven't seen a. Yeah. That was a very bad bad. pick. That was bad. Yeah. I haven't seen a pick that he's thrown where I didn't understand what he was doing. Right. You know? So for Brock, I kind of feel like he just needs to stay on schedule. Keep doing Um, what you're doing. And as a caveat, no more QB sneaks. Please. It's not working with him.
0: It's not working with him. It's just not you got the best fullback type. in the league. Use him. I, I think it's it's key with him. Just don't do too much. Like, don't all of yeah. a sudden get in the playoffs. Like, I got to do more. What you're doing right now is plenty. Manage the freaking game. Don't turn the ball over. You'll win. And Not need. only
1: that, though, Grant, but I listen. I keep receipts, especially with these when the players talk. Mm-hmm. And. For five games, we've been talking about Brock is just doing good when you have all these players around you, when you have all of these veterans, all I need. well, this is the game where you prove that Brock has to just come in and not do too much. Right. This yeah. is that game. Prove right? It. Like yeah. all of the regular season games were cool and they all had their they all had their consequences and and things that came after them. I get that. But if there's ever gonna be a game where you want your rookie QB to ease into his first playoff experience, this is the game. That's yep. why losing this game would, would speak to so many different things, not yep. just a
0: L. That's true. It really would. Brock Purdy season says, sorry uh if this is late. I am late for the show. Weather isn't gonna be that bad during the game from the forecast. That's what we're hearing. It's gonna be more of like a wet field, not a wet game. Uh, and we're going right. to talk about how that's going to impact things. But first, I want to ask you which units need to perform in the playoffs on offense and defense for the 49ers. Which ones need to perform at their best?
1: Okay. Well, uh, I would say on offense, the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, we go as far as this offensive line is yeah. goes. Uh, the trenches is where it all starts on both sides of the ball. And uh, right now, we're on the mend. Uh, I think that we really saw a difference and I thought that who would have thought that we would ever be saying this, but there was a clear difference without Aaron banks in the offensive line.
0: Oh, no doubt. All of a sudden they couldn't pick up a a stunt. That twist got Um, him, you know? Yeah.
1: And there wasn't a lot of gap scheme running either. Um, That's
0: because he's their puller, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so I think that, uh, there was, there was a, I think I saw a tweet where somebody had mentioned, uh, with with aaron banks being out and and shifting over um danny brunskill we Mm -hmm. had to play um spencer at full time play Mm -hmm. spencer full time at right guard which isn't something he always does and he struggled um he did um he's probably he's probably the weakest
0: he's probably the weakest offensive lineman on the team right now he's a rookie
1: well, he is a rookie, and he was a tackle, too. Right, so right. He's, like
0: he's, he's got a bright future, but right now, yes, I mean, he's probably the one. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he, yeah. You know, they're kicking him inside. He's having a great year. It's hard he's to having, hold your
0: own as an offensive lineman as a rookie.
1: It's as hard. a rookie, man. And yeah, not even hard. like – he's not even like a pedigree guy from like this great no. school, played the position for years. You he's know, 20. So, I think he's 21. I think he's like he's the a baby on the team. He's I give hell-y. him so much. I give him yeah. so much leeway because he's got so much dog in him. I mean, he he's so, ahead of where Aaron
0: Banks was at this point.
1: Right? Come on, so that's he why he gets credit. Yeah, he gets credit. Yeah, right. But um, you know, styles make fights, baby. And you want to be on a good team, then you're gonna be scrutinized like a good player. And he struggled. Um, yeah. And I think that offensively. That's really the only way that you can, you can't bump and run us because of what we do offensively. Which so we shift more than any offensive. Right. So it's
0: really hard to, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah. you can't bump us. Uh, you uh, you can try to load the box, but the only way you load in the box is if the O-line ain't clicking. Um, That's true. And and if the O-line can hold play action, you. I mean, and I hate to be so simplistic about it, but you really can't beat us uh, offensively. Um, with Brock delivering the ball. Offensively, it is our offensive line. Because I wanted to say, if you think about it, we've had success, sans big players in every unit on the offense. We're playing with our third string quarterback, right? We've had extended time without Demo, without... uh, Mosley. Yeah, without, no, on offense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, without Debo and George Kittle and still manage. We actually... Did a little better without Debo, honestly. A, um, uh, Trent Williams missed a few games. Trent Williams missed a few games. Uh, yeah. um, Elijah Mitchell's been in and That's out true. all year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we we've never missed a beat, but when we miss people on that offensive line, yep, there is a serious drop off. One of the um, best so. things that the
0: offensive line has going for them this year is that they had that they were playing the same five or the same combination the whole time they had continuity so even if they weren't Mm -hmm. the greatest group they were
1: playing together now that's for the first time is getting changed yeah well you know I look at offensive line offensive line is like uh like like making a bowl of chili you know it's like making chili there's no recipe you tinker as you go along right you you know you put a dash here you put a dash there it's a little too spicy you put something in here so Offensive line isn't this isn't like most units where every set guy has a function. Sometimes a guy that doesn't make sense, but he makes sense collectively, works. Yeah. Right. So my thing is is that I I really like what Coach Forrester did in finding a rhythm. At first I didn't get it. I didn't understand why they were uh, switching out Danny and um, Spencer at mm-hmm. right guard, but it's worked and that's been disrupted and you can see the you can see the fallout from that so i'm just looking for them to get back on track um that's why i feel office um our linebacking core okay um i feel the same way uh we have for first of all our defense isn't built for our secondary to be strong anyway so let's get that out the way right okay um, yeah, and this is just what they they are. It's supposed to be a front seven dominant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. have to remember that when we don't yeah. do good on secondary, okay, that's not yeah. what we do. They're um, not going to all of a sudden step
0: up and be elite. Like that's just not. Yeah,
1: we ain't that. All right. No. And what's emblematic of that is that we actually went out and paid for Treverius Ward to come over. Right? Great signing. Um, exactly. Great signing. Um, you yeah. you have been mentioning something lately that is really good that I think the Niners should pick up. I think we should start spending money on secondary.
0: I think it's smart. Else. It dude is cheaper. It's cheaper than all the other premium positions. Go
1: for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. Cheaper um, wide
0: receiver, D tackle, offensive tackle, D. I mean, why? Seriously, to go. Yes. I mean, Philly Philly spends on it and it works for them. Bradbury Slay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that way, like you know, you're getting a good player. He's 25. You know. he's in his prime. You a higher you gun, play. but you know. You know. You see like the Niners uh signed Travarius Ward. They saw him play against AJ Brown, DK. It's like,
1: well, we saw him against Devontae Adams. We know exactly what it's gonna look like. Yeah, yeah. True. Yep. All right. So the reason why I picked the linebacking core out of all of them is again, it's the same way I feel about the offense. We have done without players on every unit and managed to keep our level of requisite play, but the linebacking core. Yeah. When we lost DJ Greenlaw, there was a Dre. gigantic – I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Right. I keep calling right. him DJ Greenlaw. I'm I got DJ Jones out of mind. But when we lost Dre, in my opinion, optically, there was a huge drop-off. Uh, what did you see there? That's interesting. Um, okay. Well, the way it knocks down is that Aziz takes Dre's spot, and then yep. Oren Burks comes in for – practically Aziz's position. Yeah. And what Dre does is number one, football is a cultural, it's it's almost kind of like a cerebral sport where if you can show force at a certain area of the field, some coordinators won't even try it anymore. They'll mm. just leave it alone. And yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the one of the things about Dre Greenlaw that I absolutely love is that for checkdowns, curl to flat, hook to curl, yeah. He is a menace. I'm, yeah, he is. He's a load. I'm talking about. Like he'll about hit you fast and he'll hit you hard and and you'll be like, I don't want to do that anymore. Zero progress. You're not yeah. going anywhere. No. Um, I feel like also with him is that he's very good in pass coverage. Um, he cleans up a lot on the run game. Uh, I, in my opinion, and I know people. I the only reason why I wouldn't say this definitively is because Dre needs consistency. Fred has consistency, but I, I, I see them pretty much in tandem in my eyes, as far as yeah. athletes are concerned. But what you do see is that Orn Burks isn't that good of a finisher. He's not that good of a tackler. Uh, mm. And he doesn't do well with checking down. Um, Aziz, um, he's got one speed. Yeah. You know, Aziz is going to shoot out of a cannon and he's going to go. Uh, yeah. But I think with Aziz, that there will be a little there's a little, there needs to be a little bit more maturation in this game. Um toning down and actually being able to read things a little bit more. Uh I think that without Dre, um, our linebacking core really takes a step down because of how good they are. Uh our secondary is what they are, but our yeah. linebacking core is what rewards our defense, right? Yeah. Our defensive line. They reward the, our defense and the Niners line.
0: had Dre Greenlaw at full strength the first two times they've played Seattle if he's
1: compromised or not out there that changes things I mean that turnover by Dre Greenlaw kind of like broke the game open good point you know what I'm saying that just that a really turnover. hard hit yeah I mean I mean he's a bell cow I how think many Trae... times has he like almost single-handedly beaten Seattle twice not single-handedly but he's like made the crucial well, play in Seattle 19 19 that was yeah. for that was for the NFC that was for an NFC West championship uh-huh uh and then, then there was this game yep. for that. And then there was, wasn't there a pick that he got when he was like oh, yeah. a rookie? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: That was at Levi's. Remember that, was, that was 19. That was 19 also. And he was like over his shoulder. It was an overtime. Yeah, it was I great. remember that. Hell
1: of a yeah. player. He's
0: yeah, killing. man, we, we haven't thought about that. Like, why did the Niners' defense fall apart against the Raiders? Well, Dre Greenlaw got hurt. Yeah. It, Straight it, up. it,
1: it, it changed everything. Because when all you, of a
0: sudden Stidham was like just rolling out and just hitting like tight ends in the flat for twenty yards, like wh- what? Deep that intermediate
1: passes, yeah. all in, That's Dre. Dre is a buzz saw. I'm telling yep. you guys, like, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that we don't oh, value yeah. him because I know we do, but yep. I think that Dre going down doesn't really make people's hearts skip a beat the way it should. Yep. Dre Greenlaw is a serious piece of this defense yeah, go back
0: and watch the Niners defense without him uh against the Raiders now I know last week was a great performance it was against the worst team in the league starting David Plough so I I don't even think about that game I'm still thinking about the Raiders and how the Niners can make sure that never ever 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 happens again yeah David says you think we'll be able to re-sign Aziz and Eman the Niners are pretty creative with that I mean Eman getting hurt makes him more affordable I he's think very they affordable. should be able to, and then Aziz, I maybe mean, he might want to leave and, and get like more playing time elsewhere. Maybe a team can yeah. offer him
1: more, a bigger role. Yeah, he's he's gonna go somewhere and get paid. Um, it's it's hard to to sit back on a defense like this and, and lose. This is this is why I feel bad about Aziz. Is because I wanted to be selfish and try to keep him, but what happened is Dre got hurt in twenty, mm-hmm. and Aziz played the whole damn season. And he had basically like that IU 21. Sorry. Yeah. And he basically had that IU year where he came out and was able to play free and do whatever he wanted. And now he has this huge cache because he had success, but he's kind of taking a step back into like kind of taking a a supplementary, a supplementary role. I feel like to me, Aziz
0: is a Mike linebacker and would be good going somewhere. Maybe I'm wrong as as the middle Mm -hmm. linebacker on this team, like as a stack linebacker, sideline to sideline, like can't beat Dre. Like that, that is his, you can't beat him. That his, that's his role. But like, in terms of, I think like there was that one game last year where Fred Warner didn't play in Seattle and Aziz played and he was great playing the Mike. Maybe he he was, he he was great. So maybe he could do that on another team. He's never going to do that here. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the league. We can't keep them all right um okay let's ask let's talk about this weather so it's supposed to rain it's raining all week but it it may not rain during the game so let's talk about what a wet field what a wet grass field could do to brock purdy how's that going to
1: impact him his game his skill set um well he's got to be he's got to be sure-footed with mobility uh you know just little things in the game you know stepping on feet clean snaps Mm -hmm. Uh, not fumbling the ball, clean handoffs, breaking out of the pocket and not slipping, um, not having anybody fall on top of you, falling on purpose because you know that the ground is wet. And if you Mm -hmm. try to stay up in wet ground, there's a possibility that you can slip and fall awkwardly. Uh Somebody can roll up on things. Um, The game is a tick faster. And I feel like those are all little things that, quite frankly, I think Brock has – it's hard to play 40 plus starts outside and be under in underdog games and not know what you have to bring to that game. Honestly, I think the only thing, not the only thing, but the biggest things for Brock to really look at in a weather game is just making sure the ball goes where it's supposed to. And if you can't get the ball there, understanding that because of this weather, that ball may sail on me or that ball ball may die on me. You know, um, I think that those are the things that Brock could do um, that he, he could look for, look out for in this type of weather.
0: I got something else. I mean, one of the things that's the uh, been the best about Brock is his escapability, which you mm-hmm. talked about. And then the improv off of that, a wet field could take that away. I mean, he's been so quick where he can just start, stop. He's out. I don't know if that's going to be there necessarily. He might slip and fall trying to make that, that spin out of the pocket. And so if, if there's no, I mean, that means he's got to uh, get rid of the ball quicker. That means they got to block better. And um, pass protection could be more of an issue. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the
1: entire improv element of his game on a wet field. Um, I, I understand that. But sometimes when we think about our guys or, you know, our team, you know, we think about in our mind optically, we say, oh, well, Brock's running on a dry on a wet field. Mm-hmm. And but you're thinking about defenses chasing him on a dry field. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be on a wet field, too. They're gonna they, you know what Good I'm point. saying the, you know yeah. the the whole game is gonna take the characteristics of a wet game, that's not true. just Brock. that's a great point right That's a great point. so yeah uh, so the 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 blitzes that you may have seen happen to Brock in dry, perfect conditions, you know, that shit may not even be called on a on a wet day. Uh, yeah um I, I feel like. You just might have blitzers
0: just like like falling in the background. Right.
1: Because because what I'm more interested to see is after the 10-play script is done, like after all of the game plans are over, what are you guys going to do contemporaneously? What's going to happen in adjustments? What are we going to do to adjust to get to Brock, right? Um, And uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for play action. I think there's going to be a lot of – I think we're going to run a lot of screens a lot of screens. It's a it's a very good way to get the ball outside in a quick way without anybody getting hurt efficiently mm-hmm. and for us to use physicality on the edges of the field where the weakest and the least physical players on their defense are. So mm-hmm. I feel like this game is going to be a lot of Brock throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage, um, a lot of spacing concepts, a lot of comebacks, just moving the ball down. I mean, because if you think about it, with the defense that we have, right, with all of the problems that we've talked about, if we go up two scores, this game should be in the bag. Yeah, but just the offense has become
0: so Christian McCaffrey's. He's the engine of the offense, and if, like, if the offense is just hand off to him, and check down to him, it's it's he's great. But his game is b- based on making the first guy miss. What if that's harder to do on a wet field? That is, you know changing. what I'm saying. Now yeah, Debo I, can just run through people. Maybe Debo takes over. But McCaffrey, right. has built. He needs like a, a, a clean, you know, a sturdy field. And EJ's back. Yeah. Um. So maybe this is more I, of
1: a, a game for them. This is an Elijah Mitchell game. Yeah, that's what opinion. I'm saying. This is yep. a this is an Elijah Mitchell Hannibal stop. Uh, what's up, Hannibal? Yes. So this is a uh, this is an Elijah Mitchell game. This is a Jordan Mason game, in yep. my opinion. I agree. Um. Now you know who has the freshest legs of all time? TDP. Maybe yeah. it's time to start. Yeah. You know, I feel like we've we've got a lot of guys that've kind of been on the peripheral of the of the roster that I feel like are really going to start making their debuts. They're going to start making a lot of good contributions. Like if you think about it, what we've gotten out of TDP for the season, I don't know about the numbers off the top of my head, but if this game we get ten carries for forty-five yards out of TDP, that's a win.
0: Yeah that's yeah. a win we I, get, you know, I guess what we're talking about right now is how the weather will impact Kyle Shanahan and his game planning I mean we're talking about running the ball I think I feel like we're gonna see Kyle Shanahan and his most conservative that's the way I see it maybe that's a good thing what do you think you're gonna see from the offense and Kyle his his uh approach
1: um well I, I've kind of thrown out my book on what I think about Kyle with Brock Purdy now um before I, I feel like we all could kind of read what Kyle's gonna do. He's gonna go. He's gonna lean on his team first, right? Um, he's gonna make sure his quarterback has the least amount of pressure and um, jobs to do, and he's gonna try to win with his defense. Yeah. Well, what I've seen over the past five weeks, Kyle is literally calling in whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, He's being he's attacking with the defense. We we're averaging over 30 points a game in the last mm-hmm. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Offensively, we are going to run the ball. If the run is working, uh, I feel like we'll pass the ball through screens, maybe a couple of play actions, play action passes. Uh, I think it would be really crazy to try to rethink the wheel, though. They're yeah. a, they're not as talented as we are. They're missing their number one. I think they're missing like their best linebacker, uh, Brooks. Yeah. Uh, and their defensive line is is um a problem i don't i don't think this is the game where we try to get all G whiz with it and rethink the will i think we run the ball over 30 times i i if i'm kyle i feel like he goes into the meeting into offensive meetings today with i know that he's cut he's accustomed to talking about barometers of runs like we need 30 runs this game mm-hmm. I, I would i wouldn't be surprised if we ran about 35 40 times this game
0: yeah um, um... I agree. I think this is a tough game for CMC and IUK because those are guys who really rely on route running and precision. And maybe they won't have the field to complement them. But what you could do in the passing game to complement the running game is those little play action rollout dump offs where you're running Mm -hmm. in one direction. It's a very short throw and you get the ball into Debo's hands or Kittle's Mm -hmm. hands or Jennings hands. And all they got to do is run
1: someone over. You're not trying to make anyone miss. That could be effective. I definitely agree with that. Another thing that they do is they do that double slant off the backside where they clear out with either Debo yep. or IU, and they hit Juwan Jennings. off the backside. Yeah. All day. Uh, All day. They love that play. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I just – one of the things about, about our offense is you can't be – you can't get caught up on the application of the play. You just have to get caught up on the end result. Then the reason why is because you can see something that may look like a slant. Or it may look like a screen, or you could say to yourself, "Man, Christian McCaffrey really isn't getting used today, but we ran the ball all day." But the rules of what we do offensively are keeping the defense honest, right? Mm. So Christian McCaffrey may not like. I, I'll I'll go a step further. Debo Samuel, I don't think Debo's all the way back yet. Um, he no. looked a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not all the way back yet. Um, and it was great that we saw him out there. That's a great sign, but I don't think he's back. And um. Right now, he's being used essentially like a decoy. Let's yeah, be honest. Which is smart because um, he's
0: one hell of a decoy. You got to exactly. honor him.
1: Exactly. You have to honor him, right? You remember
0: 25 years ago in the Super Bowl, Mike Shanahan and Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis got the migraine, and, and Mike Shanahan was like, look, dude, can we just put you on stay the field? Stay
1: out there. Can we just put you on the field?
0: See. You can't see anything. Like, hey, man, we won't give you the ball, but just we just stay it's, out the, there. The play, the play fake's going to be much better if you're out there. That's football. That's football. Right? Yeah. Yep. You have a reputation, Terrell. Just go out there. Debo, go, you're Debo, Debo.
1: Yeah. Debo. No like, corner wants like, to like, tackle like, you.
0: Yeah. Like like frankly, like the gadget plays have worked better for Ray Ray than Debo this year, but if you need a decoy, it's Debo. No one's gonna overreact to Ray, which is why the Ray Ray plays work. Because no one's th- thinking he's gonna get the ball. He's like the last option. But anyway, yeah. I digress. I digress.
1: Yeah, he had a rough Debo had a keep, rough year. Keep um, Ray Ray involved
0: in the offense, please, Kyle. He's been too good. Give him two plays. A screen and a run. A screen and a run. Please. He earned I mean, it. Yeah. Although, I, although, although the one thing, hey man, I, I want to say this right now so I can reverse jinx it. That's a, Ray Ray scared the hell out of me all year because he has six fumbles last year and he hasn't had one. Don't game. do it. He hasn't don't had one. I'm reverse jinxing it. I was waiting it. On him to fumble. I'm reverse yeah, jinxing it. I don't want right. him to be Kyle Williams. Kyle, if you remember that day, that was a rainy day. That was a, yeah, rainy, day was it was a rainy day, at
1: Candlestick. Ray Ray, don't be careful. Do that.
0: Everyone be careful. I would suck if the Niners season ended like that, like a Kyle Williams way. Be careful. everyone. Well, I mean,
1: we've got a couple of guys like that on our team. Elijah. It's true. Um, so I I think that this game is, you know, run the ball. Yep. Solid defense. Nobody don't get hurt. Um, and we're going to roll everybody out. Debo's going to play. He's, he's going to be on the field. Uh, yeah. Um, at what capacity, I don't know. Um, yeah. but he's gonna be ready to play. I I, yeah. I, I really feel like this this team, if just pound for pound, they're not better than us. Uh and they're not, bro. And <laughs>
0: the the seventh seed. Oh
1: hey, i thought you were looking like, at me like I was wrong. No, I was I, like, I still, not. I
0: still look at seven seeds like, man, you're not a playoff team. Like, why are you here? It's
1: the, so, the 17th game. It's the yeah. 17th game. Yeah, they've kept so honestly speaking. If it wasn't for the 17th game, we'd have a bye. Yeah.
0: The Niners should have a bye. The Seahawks should not be in the playoffs. Instead, okay, So, final question. Let's talk about it from the Seahawks' perspective. How do you think the weather impacts this Seahawks team that plays in the rain a lot but also plays on
1: turf? Right. Uh, They're going to be slower. Um, Grass slows you down. Uh, Yeah. The the thing about the Seahawks is, is that everything really is riding on what you would think would be Geno Smith, but it's not. It's on, uh, it's on Kenny back. Williams. Yeah. Walker. Kenneth, Walker. Kenneth Walker. Walker. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really on him. He's their running game. He's the yeah. guy that actually keeps defenses honest. Yep. You have to actually play their running game when he's doing a good job on the ground because Geno Smith does have the propensity to turn that thing over. And he gets a little pass happy. Uh, I don't think the the wet. I don't think he's a mutter. I, mean, I feel like he's a fast
0: track. He's a four three guy. I know he's bigger, but I don't. I don't think this helps him at all.
1: Well, Grant, I will say this: you gotta you gotta check you gotta check that because the kid is from Michigan State, so he he's played in all types of ways. I'm
0: sure they did, but is correct me if I'm wrong. Is Michigan State not turf?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Michigan don't State know. is turf. But it's in it's in it's in Antarctica.
0: Wait, so so is Seattle. No, I'm not it's not a, it's just about the surface. It seems to me okay. that he's the kind of guy that wants to get to the edge, make one cut, get upfield. He's hella fast. Not not at Levi's this weekend. Sorry, man.
1: You better get north and south. That's not happening in the lane. No. 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 He's got to stick his foot in the ground and stick his nose in the gap, and that's not happening. Uh, Now, I will say, though, Josh Jacobs made the Niners'
0: run defense look ordinary. I don't know if Kenneth Walker's as good as Jacobs like that. I don't know if he can do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I
1: I have to say this. Josh Jacobs is one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL. I was quite impressed. I've been on Josh Jacobs since Bama. Like, Josh Jacobs is – First of all, he's a throwback because he's got – he's got everything. He's got everything. He's got man. patience, vision. I'm, this is not going to be a Power, Josh Jacobs threat. speed. Come on, bro. And he's in a contract year. You know he's trying to get paid. True. And he leads the league. So, True. Um, True. I, I don't see a lot of running backs doing what John Jacobs did to us, fair, fair, to be fair. honest. Because that really set
0: the tone for the game. Like the the Raiders were in second and four, second and five, so much that the Niners really couldn't rush the quarterback.
1: They controlled Which, everything. They controlled everything. There was everything. nothing we can do on yeah. first down. There was nothing yeah. we can do on the first down. They they had positive plays on damn near every first down they had against us. Yeah, and Seattle hasn't done that against the Niners. They have not shown that they. Very few teams have. You know what's kind of crazy? I get worried because this is when I get worried about our defense. Our defense is simple, right? There's not a lot of frills. It's not very exotic. And what I get worried is when teams have success against our defense doing simple things. Yeah. Right? Because that means that fundamentally there's a break. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Right? Exactly. If we get tricked – if we get out leveraged, yeah. if there's a bad call, yeah. I can kind of take that. That's football. That's them trying to evade us.
0: But otherwise, if it's we, something about your defensive
1: philosophy doesn't account for something, and now you got to go back to the drawing board. Exactly. So when yeah. you, so what worried me about, I mean, conversely, if you want to go back to as an example, when we played against Las Vegas, right, Grant? Yeah. They were just running simple power eye. They weren't. They, they. 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 Was it was hat on a hat. Get your ass out the way. We run. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was working. Right. Yes, was. So that's the type of stuff that raises my eyebrows against our defense. When I see simple yeah. formations, hat on a hat, body on a body dominating us. Yeah. That's a problem because that's what we do. Well, I mean, look what, look what D'Amico tries to
0: get away with. I mean, his second team D line. Is T.Y. McGill and Kerry Hyder at D tackle. Like, that's just an open invitation to run inside zone and double team those guys and move them out of the way. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not right. that hard. If you're in the game, if you're not down by three touchdowns. Right. One, one more thing. that bodes okay. well for the Niners to me is D'Amico um does very well against Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay disciples. Uh, he sees that offense all the freaking time. He kills it. Shane Waldron. I think there's a reason why the Seahawks haven't had any success against the Niners this year. It's one of these Sean McVay knockoffs, dude. And you look at who's had success against D'Amico. It was Andy Reid and Josh McDaniels, who are not from that freaking tree.
1: I'm just saying. Every time I hear Shane Waldron's name, the scene from any given Sunday comes up. When Jay and when Jay and the guys are in the background complaining, they're in the uh, they're in the dressing room complaining about Willie changing plays. And uh, LL Cool J's in there complaining, and he goes. Yeah, he's just changing plays in the huddle. The plays that I like. And he's like, man, he's like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're an offensive coordinator, Crozier. (laughs) Like, who are you, bro? Pretty much. I I don't see it, man.
0: I don't see it. All right, let's take some questions. Connor Koch says, if this roster can't get it done this year, oof. That's pretty much the feeling going into this game. Yeah. Although at the same time, like if they go to the Super Bowl and lose to Patrick Mahomes with the rookie quarterback, it's not like an oof. It's like, well, this team is this team's probably gonna be yeah, here this, next year and yeah, the after okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So let me let me walk this back. There's one thing yeah. that I have to say too. So he is a third string quarterback, a rookie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't losing this game, it, it it would it would be a letdown, but I have to step back. It wouldn't be a failure. Um we 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 won ten games in a row. Like, like it, 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 would right. be, it, would, it would be below expectations. It would be expectations. It would be sobering. It would sobering. be very sobering. It's like, okay, yes. well, maybe Brock's not what we thought. Maybe yeah. Brock's not. what but we thought. But that would be a good thing because that would kind yeah. of, like, put things in perspective.
0: True. And that would give Trey another chance and all of that. Yeah. Kyle Green says, "With bad weather on game day, will it be worth tailgating? Should we get into the stadium early? I'm concerned with this rain. Playing a rookie quarterback in his first playoff game, Kyle needs to stick with." I was thinking that too, man. If if you're a tailgater, what are you gonna do? You could go into Levi's, but they charge you for those lounges, man. It gets expensive to to be uh, sheltered. I don't know. Depends on how much. Depends on your budget, baby. Yeah, but definitely. yeah, I would go inside if I could. I wouldn't tailgate in the rain at ten in the morning.
1: Like I'm not that no. kind of a fan. Connor, no, Niners
0: at versus Vikings nineteen game plan this week should be would be smart. We we'll run the hell out of the ball.
1: Yeah, just run that thing. Run, run
0: that thing, Damian Grant. What happened to Jermichael Hasty? Haven't seen him all season. St- uh, he's in Jacksonville. He's in Jacksonville. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a he's good doing player. well. Yeah, hey, he's a decent player. Cookie says Levi's is turf as well. They just changed it a few weeks ago. No, nah, bro, no. That's not with true. Money. That is misinformation. <laughs> Drew says, "What are you going to do with Lenore uh, on Lockett since Metcalf will probably be shadowed by Ward, and right. as well, why has Kittle been unlocked with with Purdy?" All right, that's two questions. What about the first one?
1: Lenore um, and Lockett. Um. Well, I think I don't think Lenore is going to see a lot of Lockett. I think Lockett travels a lot. Um. I think uh, Jimmy may see a lot of Tyler Lockett. Right in the slot. Good point. That's what yeah. happened last time. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Um, I don't think that he'll even see Lockett. And if he does see Lockett, they'll treat it the same way that they treated uh, Tariq Hill. He's going to play off with safety coverage over top. And yeah. that's what we do, man. Like I just, That's what it is with our offense. That's not changing. I mean, with our defense, our secondary, that's not changing. What's the second I'm more question? concerned
0: with Hafunga than, than Lenore. Lenore will be in position. Hafunga, you don't know. May or may not. And how many yeah, times is Hufunga he going to get out misses, of position in
1: game? Gets, yeah, that. That make that is a very good point, because yeah. with with demo, at least you're holding your breath to make it yeah. to to finish yeah. with with Huff, it's just like that was Huff when he gets scored on. it's like you got beat, and it's really? hard because I don't see, yeah, I don't see the all twenty two but it most of it looks like him majority yeah, of the time. Yeah, man, your
0: eyes in the backfield. I mean, D'Amico laid it, laid it out perfectly. Lazy he eyes. Issue, and it's totally correctable. And it seems like all it took was him getting called out and he went back to doing the right thing. But like, dude, do your job. You, you are They are not asking you to go out there and be Troy Palamalu and make all these plays. Like, just do your job like to I, think he, I think he got
1: addicted to making plays.
0: Hell yeah, he did. Dude, they'll come to you. They'll come to yeah. you. Look at Tashaun. So, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And the second question was, why has Kittle been unlocked with Purdy? Well... I <laughs> have a theory. It seems to me that Purdy, I mean, Kittle went like his entire 20s without getting many targets in the end zone. To, to score a touchdown, he had to catch the ball at the five and then break three tackles. Like, that's hard to do. Now, all of a sudden, you texted me as soon as that first touchdown pass. You were like, damn, that's a die. Like, <laughs> like, that's a die, yes.
1: Uh, do. like, it, <laughs> was, not a lot of quarterbacks
0: make throws like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was special.
1: That was special. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, what what – what Brock mostly is doing for George is seeing him. Yeah. Um, exactly. He, giving him opportunity. He who shall not be named <laughs> does not. God does love not, him, but this was that was one of his limitations. That was he one cannot of them. Not see the field. He cannot see it. Like and and Brock yeah. has very good field awareness. He can see the field. And Kittle is often open a lot. A lot. Yeah. If
0: you just calm down and let the play. Uh, and not getting, not
1: getting, not being afraid to get hit.
0: Now, I wonder if that's going to be, no, the touchdown to Kittle in Seattle was that beautiful escape to the left, roll left, stop, reset. Can he do
1: that on this field? I don't know. Will that, will, I wonder is, if that, yeah. Can I bring out a one little sneaky thing that I feel like nobody's mentioned? Yes. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy was hurt against Seattle that's last true. time. That's true. He didn't even see throw. It. You yes. can see it. Yeah, he didn't even throw. So <laughs> in some cases, this may be Brock's first team to see him twice. But had they seen him? Good
0: point. And you know what? They the Niners still averaged like six point two yards per play in that game. Like, they, and they we just, left, we left, we left like ten points on the field. They like, took a knee at the one yard line. They missed a field goal. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, the the Seahawks have never really been in a game with the Niners this year. So mm-hmm. if they can make it competitive. I guess it's fair to to expect them to get blown out again because that's what they do against the 49ers. Yeah,
1: we left points on the field the last time we played them. Yeah. Yeah. With Uh a hurt quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was thinking like the Seahawks did better from game one to game two. No, actually they averaged 4.5-ish yards per play on offense both times. Mm -hmm. And the first time the Niners were 5.3 yards per play, the second time they were 6.2. So it got worse for Seattle. It got worse.
1: Right. And not only did it get worse, but we lost Trey in that game and came in with a stale Jimmy fresh off the bench right. and won that game.
0: And in that, that last game when they was six point two yards per play and they left points on the Debo didn't play. So it's Debo gonna did, it could yeah. get even worse. It can get bad. I, can like get bad. That, yeah. I, I want it to get ugly. I'm ready for it to get ugly. See, I mean, really, the, Seattle's only, only hope is that it rains really hard and uh, freaking Ray Ray fumbles and Brock Purdy, you know, like a bunch of people basically
1: they f- need a lot blowing. of shit to happen. They need a lot of shit head. to happen. They need a lot of shit to happen for us to lose this happen. And, and I don't shit even shit talk happens. like this. Yeah. yeah shit does shit happen, happen, but so be careful, Niners. I feel like it's our year though, man. If if, there, if this was a time to do it. We have the easiest path, Grant. Egg, look up. We got the easiest path, right? No, you says it feels like our year.
0: Yeah, but that's what they say in Seattle too, though. The whole Geno Smith thing is crazy. The whole Geno Smith thing is crazy. So I don't know whose season of destiny it is. If, if, if the Seahawks win, it's theirs. Freaking Geno? I mean, he's gone through a lot more than Brock Purdy has in his life. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, which was you know probably a little embarrassing or not. Geno right. Smith went through the
1: ringer. Yeah, well that, well, that shit about to end on Saturday. I'm sorry. <laughs> good story, Gino. Right. Yeah. No, like, right. Seriously. Sounds good. All right.
0: Last last thing of the day. Isaac says, if you guys can bring back one all-time Niners player for this playoff run, who would it be?
1: I I have an unpopular uh, famous. I have an unpopular favorite Niner. Who? Ricky Waters.
0: I love Ricky Waters. I watched I him play. He was
1: great. great. I love I mean... I love Ricky, but I mean, we don't need him in this game. If I had to bring back somebody, I mean, Eric Davis, Dion, 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 yeah, Ronnie Lott, Ronnie Lott,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eddie D.B. Ronnie Lott yeah, that would be helpful. Eddie Joe D-B. Staley,
1: Joe Staley, take, throw him on the right. I take Carlos Rogers.
0: Thank you. He was come on, he slot. can't catch, but come on, I mean, those There was that that quarterback who wore number sixteen, but nah, we got Brock Purdy. They're good. They're, We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Potty. Yeah. Yes. Young Mike. Young Mike. Uh, what's the D gonna do about four wide or empty back offense? Cause that's when most of the quarterback runs or short pass games get him. Yeah, man, stop rushing past the quarterback. Don't let him run past like that's on that's on the DNs mostly to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. And I
1: agree with you. I feel like that's on I feel like collectively they just don't keep their lanes. Sometimes they get a little sloppy in pursuit. And uh, they I think that's how Kosarik
0: teaches it, though. He's like, get off the ball, get in the backfield. Like, I don't care. I think that's kind of how he teaches it. Yeah,
1: yeah, but but the, it's like, but still, what you, what, yeah, yes, it's yeah, what still, you coach. The mark yeah. of a bad coach, I'm gonna be honest with you, the mark of a bad coach is who walks into a game with a game plan and the shit ain't working and you won't change, right? That is horrible. It's like. Your players are looking at you like this shit ain't working, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? We need to make. We're trusting you before we start doing our own thing out here. I'll use a NASCAR analogy. It's like
0: something's wrong with your car. You bring it in the pit stop. Can you fix it in the pit stop right now? or right now. is this, Is this a is, is this a fix that you can only make during the week? Because yeah, the guy who can fix garage. it during exactly the guy who can fix it in the pit stop during the race is very valuable. If you got that yeah. guy, you're good. You
1: can win. Yeah. Yeah, and Not that's that that's it. really what that's what really what coaching is. I mean, yes. coaching in the worst scenarios, like your boy Sean McVay with his rug and, pull.
0: And that's that's been my question with Kyle because uh, he's got such a network. Like him and his dad could put together the the game plan and the script. But it's like, what are you going to do early in the season? What are you going to do in the second half? Well, he's really answered that. He's uh, mm. the second half of the season. But th- those are questions that I had early. And boy, well, all really of those questions
1: that. restart because it's the playoffs now. It's this true. is a whole new this is the tournament um and this with is the it. tournament um this is where and he's got demons he's got to exercise the demons man it's about and this and is where past. they come out this is where they come out People you can say whatever you want during the season but every critical thing that anybody has to say about Kyle Shanahan's coaching career and how he goes about the success of that career manifests itself in the playoffs I feel like this is Everyone understands this in the NBA. Like, the
0: regular season doesn't matter in the NBA. The, the, the playoffs go for like two months, and that's basically where all reputations are made. And NFL right. isn't really like that. A lot of times it's based on the regular season because people look at the playoffs as fluky, but for this team, well, I- for this team, they've pretty mm-hmm. much accomplished all you can accomplish in the regular season. This team's been together four or five years. They've won uh, divisions multiple times. I mean, they've put up great. They've had the number one defense. They've had great
1: off- wins. Win a damn Super Bowl right now. You I got mean, it, and I feel like there's so many things. Like in a way, um, I was hedging a little bit. I was like, "Man, why are we doing so good right now?" Because I believe in hot teams, right? I mm-hmm. believe in us mm-hmm. being hot. And in my mind, I was thinking like, and this is just how weird my mind works. I was like, if we would have lost like the Las Vegas or the 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 the, the Arizona game, maybe that kind of would have woke us up. Recentered us, gave us like a little mini buy mentally mm-hmm. to kind of like refocus. But you do understand that we're trying to go for 14 wins in a row. Who's won 14 in a row? I haven't even looked that up.
0: That's hard. Who's- I mean, a, a couple of teams have done it. The The, the Dolphins did it 50 years ago. Uh, okay. But even the, the 84 Niners, they lost week seven and ran the table, but they didn't probably have to play four pre- playoff games. In 87,
1: game. in 87, I know we went like 13 and three and lost in the first round yep that's right i know that so um if they lose you'd
0: be like well it was improbable right and again it's all it all comes back to they should be 16-1 and one right now they should be 16-1 and one.
1: they should win the super bowl uh so we'll see we'll see yeah they should and i like and the one. fact that you're keeping the same energy like even though all of us are like you know banging our pom-poms it's like no the tournament no. has started yes this is the real scrutiny this is yeah. the real story this is man, how it's I had the good. rest
0: of my life to cheerlead and, and and to and to talk about how great this team was and that I was there and I covered it. But for right now, we got to keep our head down and do our job as quality control because it's important. Why have the Niners won ten games in a row? Quality control. Clearly quality <laughs> control. Clearly quality control. <laughs> Last time in Lubin Demo and Elijah didn't play again, it's true, man. Seahawks better be on their A game. The show is over. This was a highly successful coaches meeting. Coach, thank thank you you for your time. Awesome, bro. Thanks, guys. I'll see you guys later.